Welcome to St. Paul's Lutheran Church Bible Study for Wednesday, September 16th, 2020. We're going to be looking at the word love today. And now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Most merciful God, you are a God of everlasting love. You loved us first, and you created us in your image so that we, we may return that love to you through service to others. Please open our hearts and minds and eyes to the needs of others and help us to do something about it. We ask this in your Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. When I searched the word love in my dictionary, I found more than 25 definitions. You know, a dictionary is a very useful academic resource when researching words you may not be familiar with. On matters of faith, the Bible is a wonderful resource to rely on. And there are also Bible dictionaries as well. Uh, I did a study and the word love appears in the NIV Bible almost 800 times. Today, we're going to concentrate on the love of God, our love for God, and what Jesus had to say about love and how it relates to us and our neighbors. We will wrap up with some of Apostle Paul's insights on love. Let's begin with listening to what God had to say about love in the book of Deuteronomy. We're going to dive into Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. The setting is Mount Sinai, and the speaker is Moses, and the audience is the Israelites. God instructed Moses to speak these words to the Israelites. And I begin at verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord, with your, love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Now, I would judge these words to be fairly important words since they were God's words spoken through Moses. Verses 4 and 5 are known as the Shema. The first word in verse 4 is hear, H-E-A-R. This is translated from the Hebrew word Shema, which means to hear or listen and obey. Just as the Lord's Prayer is a Christian tradition for us, the Shema, verses 4 and 5, have been a Jewish prayer tradition for over 3,500 years. Verses 7, 8, and 9 are instructions on how to continue this tradition by passing it from one generation to the next. Let's look at Jesus' answer to one Pharisee's question. The question was, what is the greatest commandment in the law? His response can be found in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verses 37 through 40. Here is Jesus' reply. 
Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Here's another account of that moment found in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, verses 29 through 31. The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. Now, did you notice any similarities in the words that God spoke through Moses and the words Jesus used to answer the question? The Pharisees would have been intimately familiar with the writings in Deuteronomy, so Jesus hyperlinked his answer to a familiar passage. It is debated among scholars as to when the book of Deuteronomy was actually written, but the timing of the events described in the book were well over 1,400 years before Jesus' ministry. I can only imagine Jesus' family reciting the Shema in their daily prayer rituals. Our friends at Bible Project have a very short animated video on Shema. If you're interested, you can simply go to YouTube and type in Bible Project Shema in the search bar, and that's S-H-E-M-A. The uh, video is actually less than four minutes long, but very informative. I'm reminded of a visual example of love as illustrated by our own Pastor Met several years ago. He asked me to visualize the vertical element of the cross and think of God's love entering the top of the cross and filling us from head to toe. Then imagine the horizontal elements of the cross as our arms reaching out to our family, friends, business associates, and all of God's children to share his love. Our church family has experienced many deaths in the past, and as a result, there have been many loved ones that have experienced various stages of the grieving process. We have all fumbled for words of comfort to say to those experiencing unimaginable grief after the death of a loved one. I am reminded of the memorial service for three-year-old Madeline Nelson, held on January 19th of 2015. The priest that led the service looked directly at her grieving parents, Amanda, Joe, and Rob, and told them he wished he could say something to remove the hurt and make them feel better. What he said next could be the most comforting words anybody going through the grieving process could hear. I love you. And then he repeated again, looking straight at him. I love you. Merely three words that mean so much. We have heard several scriptural accounts of God and Jesus speaking of love. Now let's see what the Apostle Paul had to say about love. And here I will be paraphrasing, but please feel free to open your Bibles and study 1 Corinthians chapter 13 on your own. 
1 Corinthians chapter 13 is sometimes referred to as the love chapter. I will attempt to convey the Stephen ministry approach to what I'll love you means when trying to comfort those going through the grief process. Love never gives up. Remember to continue your loving support because the grieving process is not a short-term journey. We will not run out of love because our God is our provider of endless love. Love is patient. Avoid comments such as, oh, time will heal and make things better, or at some point you need to put this in the past, or one day it will all get better. Just give those that are grieving as much time as needed for their personal journey. Love is kind. Avoid comments like, I know how you're feeling. Truth is, we really don't know how someone is feeling because we all have different reactions to different circumstances. A more appropriate comment may be, I can't imagine how you're feeling, but please know I love you and I'm thinking about you. At times, it's helpful to define a word by what it is not. And here's what Paul says about that. Love is not jealous. Love does not brag. Love is not arrogant. Love does not act unbecomingly. Love does not seek its own. Love is not provoked. Love does not take into account a wrong suffered. And love does not rejoice in unrighteousness. It's also helpful to look and see what a definition of a word is. And here's what Paul has to say about love. But love rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things. Love believes all things. Love hopes all things. Love endures all things. This just about wraps up our study for today. But before I end... I want to thank you for participating in this Bible study today, and please feel free to share this with your family and friends. This will help us to grow into our church's vision of learning, loving, living God's Word. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and most gracious giver of love, help us be thankful for the gift of your never-ending love. Because you so loved the world, you gave your only begotten Son, and through him we will not perish, but have eternal life. Allow your Holy Spirit to work in us and move us to share your love with all of our neighbors. Please help us to keep our arms outstretched as a sign of your love for us, and to pass it forward always. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace and serve the Lord by sharing his love.